you don't need to be it doesn't need to be a Sunday at you know 11 a.m. to yeah. love God you should be doing it 24 7 just worshiping him with everything you do and like and I was sexually abused by him for um, probably about two years and this was when I was like seven years old having sex creates for me like in my opinion like it creates a tie like it creates this like soul tie um, that was really intended for marriage and um, to understand that we again we can't do it on our own we are not perfect but he will do the work in us we all have different stories but the one thing that we all have in common is god's love hey everyone welcome back to another episode of god's love podcast so today i'm sitting down with another podcaster um so hi welcome hi so what was your life like when you were finding kind of your relationship with the Lord? My life was just a mess, honestly. Um, it was kind of as being like a little tornado. And then I started slowly piecing back um, my relationship with God. And instead of like just kind of liking Jesus, I started really loving Jesus and being all in. Um, and so then my selfish tendencies started to change and I started going to church and yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I'm Ajane and I have a podcast um, called Young Loved and Worthy Podcast. Um, but I also am an intern at my church and I teach a lot of things on the side. Wow. Yeah, you mentioned your podcast called Mm -hmm. Young, Loved and Worthy. Um, So kind of how did you come to start a podcast and what do you really talk about on your podcast? Yeah, I started my podcast um, really out of I was taking this Love Your Single Life course from Stephanie Mae Wilson, and she basically said, like, why are you waiting to live for your husband? You know, so then I was like, you know, why am I? She's like, you should be living like you're, you know, you're going to get married in four years. And so this is something that I've wanted to do. And it stemmed out of that, um, really. Uh, But my podcast is really just for anyone, um, any woman who wants to hear my quirkiness, but also like just wants good little nuggets of, um, Jesus and everyday life and how to do everyday life with Jesus and love people well. Wow, beautiful. So how did you come up with the name Young, Loved, and Worthy? Well, I had originally wanted a different name and then I just kept researching um, names that were taken. You know, I would be like, oh, I like this <laughs> name. And then I'd put it in and I'd be like, oh, it's taken. Um, and so... Then I just was like, okay, so what am I trying to get people to know? Um, or And who am I trying to talk to? And so it's like younger women, and I want them to know that they're loved and worthy. Yeah, well, very important. Um, definitely like coming up with like a business name or a podcast name is, you know, there's that journey of, okay, what's taken? Yes. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. It's yeah. it's always so funny because you're like, this is very original. My idea is super original. And you type it in and it's taken. <laughs> it has like seven names to it. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what is one of the hardest decisions that you've had to make, whether that's through your Christianity or through your podcast or just in your life? Um, I recently uh, stopped teaching. So I taught middle school choir for three years. Um, and it was just, I, every year I pray about whether I should leave or go or what I should do, if I should continue on the path. Um, and we get this letter of intent and I pray over it. And so I prayed over it and I just felt a peace, which is like how God, I feel like God and I talk is when I have peace, then I know I'm going in the right direction. Um, And I had such peace, but it was really hard to like turn it in and be like, yeah, I'm going to go and I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but I'm just like being obedient to like what God is asking me to do. And, you know, so that was a hard decision, but it's so worth it at the end of the day. I think that is something that, you know, a lot of people go, it's, like, yeah, I want to follow God's decision, but it is very difficult leaving something that, you know, you were once passionate about and all of that. So that is very, very cool. Yeah. Um, so how did you continue to grow that relationship with him and continue to follow those steps, just like blindly leading down his path? Um, I think for me, it's the alone time and being in constant communication. Um, sometimes I think that we, we, um, put God on this like unreachable level where we can't uh, just talk to him when we're in target and ask him if we should buy this random pillow, like, or just be like, God, I really like that pillow or like just have like random conversation with him. Um, And so my, my relationship with God has really grown through just like the little communication and the honest communication and being like, God, I'm really mad right now. And I need your help. (laughs) Um, and just being transparent with him because he knows everything that's happening and going on and yeah I saw this um TikTok the other day and it was like how people think Christians pray and this guy is on his knees and you know he's doing the whole the whole nine yards and it like cut and he was like how Christians really pray and he was just like literally sitting in his bed having a conversation and I was like this is the most accurate thing because you know, when you think about Christians praying, you're always thinking about next to your bed, kneeling at night, when really you could be doing that in Target, or you could be doing that, you know, like throughout the day. And I think that's really important for people to understand. Yeah, that's so good. I've also seen that TikTok. And I think I sent it to everyone. I was like, this is so funny and so true. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes TikToks just like really describe your life. And it's it's good. It's so great. (laughs) So what does it um, I've seen on your podcast that you talk a lot about what it's like being a Christian and kind of how to be a Christian. So what does being a Christian really mean to you? Um, being a Christian to me is being like an approachable, loving uh, person that can meet people where they are and um, doesn't have an agenda when they get there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that a lot of times we can just be Christian and, um, because of past things that Christians have done throughout history and everything like that, 
people can assume that there's um, an agenda when I am like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Like, and there isn't. I just want to love on them and uh, yeah. be truthful to them when the time is right. Um, but love on them and build a relationship because that's really what Jesus did was he ate good food and built good community. So, yeah, yeah, that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was kind of one of the hard points in your life that you, you were kind of just struggling through? Yeah. Um, I cheated on my boyfriend in college and I didn't know who I was. So I was like, okay, um, how do I even go about rebuilding my life? Because my friends at the time were like, oh, I'm going to go with him. Yeah. Um, and I totally understand that. Like being an adult, I get that. I understand it. Um, but it was super hard because I didn't know who I was and I had to rebuild my life from scratch. And um, I didn't get through it right away. It took me a really long time. It took me probably like, almost a year and a half to start actually rebuilding to who I wanted to be. And it took God taking me out of that place and putting me in basically isolation. I was kind of like Jonah, like running from God. And God was like, I'm going to isolate you for a second. Yeah. I think that's really kind of how God like speaks to people and kind of gets their, gets their attention back. It's just really putting them in a space alone and making them figure it out kind of like by themselves first yeah yeah and just being like oh I want time with you and that's what I felt like God was like I just want time with you like I don't need to have a boyfriend I don't need you to have situationships galore like I just want time with you yeah so what advice would you give someone who's in that same situation uh who may have just done a bad thing or just you know completely gone off track in their life and don't know what to do um I think I would probably say to them like forgive yourself first and foremost it's so easy to hold something in and have bitterness and most times it's actually because we haven't forgiven ourselves if it's like a situation like mine um we haven't forgiven ourselves. So that's like the first thing I would say, but also like give yourself grace, take it day by day. Like we are not perfect. I'm not perfect. Like no one in this current world is. And so take it day by day and it doesn't have to define you from then on. So what is a little bit like more about your past, like kind of like a detailed story of like your journey to God? Yeah. Um, so I was, I grew up in the church. Um, and my parents, uh, I have, so just a little bit, I have four brothers total. I have two stepbrothers and then two brothers that I grew up with. Um, and so I grew up in a town and my parents were together, but both of my brothers were already out of the house. And so I got to see a very toxic relationship. And, and they would both say, this, say that too, that um, they were in a toxic relationship. And so I just saw that growing up and there was a void there and a hole and I tried to fill it with everything else. 
Um, and so I liked Jesus for my most of my childhood and into high school. And going into high school, they got divorced. And I was so happy because I was like, oh, I'm not going to be living in this toxic environment. The little that I know that it was creating a hole, a bigger hole in my heart. And so um, I didn't want to fill it with Jesus because I didn't really, I was like, Jesus is cool. I don't really know if I want a relationship right now with him right now. And so I just kept being super promiscuous in high school and making really dangerous, silly decisions while putting on this like face that I was like perfect to everyone else. Um, and that I wasn't making decisions like that. So then I would just keep being distracted. And then I went to college. And college was like, great. I got a fresh start. No one from my high school went to my college. But then my foundation became a dude. And so then that's where I dated him for two and a half years. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he's the best thing. I'm going to marry this dude. And then everything went downhill from there. Um, and I just spiraled and went into old habits again of being promiscuous and not really having any self-worth and making super dangerous decisions um, and putting myself at risk of just not great outcomes and endings. And so that all happened. And one day my friend called me and she was just like, hey, if you keep going the way you are, like you aren't going to have anything left. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, I don't like you. What do you think she meant by that? Um, I just had been destroying all of these relationships um, Mm -hmm. through decisions. So I had destroyed friendships by lying and I, and being selfish. Um, And So she probably meant that, like, if you keep going, like, you're not going to have anyone left or anything left to hold on to. Um, And so she called me and said that. And I was like, okay, I don't like you right now. And I'm very mad at you. And I didn't understand. But then I called her back that same day. And I was like, I get it. Yeah. I had time to, like, process it. And I was like, I get it. Um, but I don't know what to do about it. And she was like, you just have to like really make an effort and, and go to the people that you've hurt and just be like, you know, I'm sorry. And not expect the outcome of like, oh, we're going to be great friends again. So yeah, that started the rebuilding process. Um, and eventually I started going back to church and, I started creating community and that's really through community is really where my like relationship with God solidified. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, whether that's your story or someone who has been in that same situation as they're losing their connections and they're losing their friendships, I think Mm -hmm. they do have to go back and realize that when they say they're sorry or that, you know, when they make those connections again, they have to realize that like not everything's going to be, zippity doo da back together like BFFs again it's it's gonna take a lot of work and I feel like that's something that people don't realize yeah it's such a good thing to know and then an expectation 
to not have. Yeah. So what are your ideas of like waiting till marriage on just, you know, having that deep connection with somebody in that sexual way? Um, I don't know if you did that or if you didn't, but what are your thoughts on that? Um, so I didn't wait till marriage. Um, and it was kind of something like everyone in my high school had like, not that they were talking about it, but they were, it, it kind of just felt like everyone was doing it. And I was like, well, I don't want to be left out. And I did it. And I would say even through college and all of that kind of stuff, having sex creates for me, like, in my opinion, like it creates a tie, like it creates this like soul tie um, that was really intended for marriage. And because it creates such a deep bond um, emotionally and physically. And so I think waiting till marriage is great. Is it challenging? Yes, because God created sex to be like, amazing and awesome and feel great like he he didn't want it to be like (laughs) super awful so um I think waiting till marriage is ideal but it's not it doesn't seem ideal right now in our world for sure yeah I know definitely uh just like me being in high school there's a lot of you know talk about that and people doing it and all of that Mm -hmm. so you know society nowadays it is a very aware topic that people do talk about and do a lot and so um so what is something that you like a piece of advice that you live by a piece of advice I live by or just like Um, a quote or something um it I'll say two one is like nothing is impossible the word itself says I'm possible and that's Audrey Hepburn and I love Audrey Hepburn so (laughs) that's like my favorite quote that's a really um, good one. Yeah. And and then just like whenever I'm upset, it's like, is this going to, am I going to feel this way in two days? Yeah. That's like the biggest thing that I always ask myself and that I kind of live by and keep going by. Because if I'm not going to, then I try not to focus on whatever negative thing has just happened. Yeah, that's like the whole... Um is it going to matter in five years what I say in five minutes? Yeah. And I think that's very important because a lot of us just rationally say stuff and do stuff. And it is very important to think about, is this Mm going to matter? So yeah, that's great. I was looking on your Instagram, talking to you a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, and I saw that you like performing. So kind of what performing do you do? What, just all about performing um yeah I love performing I was I dance and I sing and I play violin so um (laughs) yeah I'm a very musical person um I wouldn't say leading worship is performing but I lead worship um and but I also do like stuff on stage so I'm in a lot of musicals um and it's so good and so challenging um just to make sure that you're confident and you feel good about what you're doing 
So would you say being in musicals and being performer and all of that, would you say that kind of have like a negative or a positive impact on your faith in Christianity? Um, I would say personally, it's had a positive impact for me. Um, I get to love people um, in the musical theater industry there's a lot of like church hurt um and so i get to like love people where they're at and um the biggest compliment to me is when people are like i knew something was different about you but you know i didn't think you were christian because what whatever it may be because of my experiences normally um and so that's always like a big compliment and just showing them like Jesus's love through normally like food and talking and (laughs) community. Yeah. So before we wrap up this episode, is there anything else you would like to say, talk about, or kind of just put out there? Um, I just think that it's, I want to say that it's okay to be transparent and it's okay to, for people um, to share a little bit of your story with people and let people in. I think nowadays yeah. we, we kind of put up this wall um, and say, like, I have to be perfect on social media and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But we really don't have to be. And it's almost a relief when you see people not being that way <laughs> and being yeah. real and, tra- and transparent, which is totally different than being honest. So um, and I, I think it is good to have a certain walls and keep things you know sorted to yourself and with God but it is also very important to have those people that you are open with so yes thank you so much for sharing your story and being on the podcast and opening up just a little bit with us um you have an amazing story and this is an amazing time talking with you so thank you so much thank you I will have all of her Instagram, social media, and all of that linked down in the description box if you guys want to go check her out. Go check out her podcast. It is really good. I actually just started listening to it. (laughs) Um, So that'll be the end for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you guys have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to the God's Love Podcast. I have so much fun speaking with people and hearing about their journeys to God, and I hope that someone really learned something from this episode because I know I did. So don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Marina Moore or the podcast at God's Love Podcast. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave comments to see what you love. I want to give a shout out to this episode's guest. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I also want to give a shout out to you guys who are listening because y'all are the best. So thank you so much for listening to the God's Love Podcast.